This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, as we mentioned uh, in the previous segment, uh, Todd McShay, who is the uh, draft analyst for ESPN.com, put together a post combine mock that dropped Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. And then everything gets changed again. (laughs) Sure. But this is this is his opportunity to kind of get you to where you're going to hear some different names being bandied about, despite some teams having filled the, the quarterback needs of what he thinks now is going to happen post combine. Yes. And saw Todd at the, at the combine, we were on the air. didn't get a chance to really chat with him. Looks like he's doing well. I'm a McShay fan. Um, I thought this was an interesting conversation because it was the first of the really doubt in analysts I've seen put a mock out post combine. And just to pull the curtain back, he has Washington taking a quarterback because this came out this morning and they traded for Wentz. So we could talk through that when we get there, but a lot of different names in different places, and people that say, oh, the combine doesn't make a big deal. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure Todd heard all sorts of things, and you match that with testing, and you match that with, for example, they have Aiden Hutchinson go first overall to Jacksonville. They have them not taking a tackle. Well, they also franchise Cam Robinson this week. Whether we think that's a good move or not, it happened, you know. Yeah, so now all of a sudden – you know, they won't take a tackle, but they, yeah, they, doesn't mean they, one, they right. can't do it, but they're paying $16.6 million to Cam Robinson. Yeah. Which, so, okay. Says, as you mentioned, I wouldn't do that either, but okay. Yeah. Here they are. He had Aiden Hutchinson as number one overall uh, to the Jaguars. They could pair him then with Josh Allen and uh, have what you would think would be a pretty good pass rush. Yeah. I would think that'd be a quality front four. I mean, do you finally have a strength on your team? Yeah. At two, then, he has the Lions taking Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. So that's interesting to me, too, because I don't think the Lions are going to take a tackle. I 100% believe that. That's the only part of their team that's good. So this is probably best defensive player available, which I'm sure they'd be very happy with Hutchinson. But he's gone. So, you know, I guess Hamilton is the next best player. I actually think Hamilton's better. But I'd rather have Hutchinson if I were them just because of the positions they play. Yeah, he says I uh, Trayvon Walker and Kayvon Thibodeau got consideration here. Um, he said it's also worth mentioning that the Lions coaching staff worked with Malik Willis at the Senior Bowl. Ah, okay. Um, but, the, but at two, you know. Yeah, but at two, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has now at three, Ika Mekwano, the offensive tackle out of NC State. And you're seeing a lot of mock drafts now put him at one. Right. It happened right after the combine. Well, the Cam Robinson news changed that a little bit. Yeah. And Evan Neal did nothing wrong. Evan Neal looks tremendous, but all he did was the weigh in where Ekwanu's killing people in drills. And I also heard his interviews are exceptional. Yeah. That leaves it go on. That leaves that at four, the Jets taking Evan Neal. You put Evan Neal on the other side of Mackay Becton. Oh, my God. Yeah. With Vera, Vera Tucker at guard. And I mean, holy cow. The That'd Giants, be hard to say no to. Yeah. The Giants then take Trayvon Walker, the defensive end out of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ahead of Thibodeau, you know, I mean, uh, I think that's possible. Uh, again, I'll cite the uh, the triple takes we do with Pursuta. 
uh, I thought there was a case for Walker at one, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know that he's light years behind Hutchinson or Thibodeau, you know, there, right. there's just so many good ones. Uh, Carolina then takes Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi state. Pretty chalky, but you know, I'm sure they'd be very happy with that. At seven, the giants then take Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio state. So the giants, one, they don't address one, the offensive line at all. I, I can't see that possibly happening. And one thing I wanted to throw out there, this Sando quote that he got from the combine is, I guess a couple people told him, don't be shocked if the Panthers take Penning at six. I mean, that seems rich, but you can you love them too. Yeah. But I it, can't imagine York does not draft a, a, an offensive lineman. Unless they feel like they can get one early in the second round. You know, that, right, that's, right. that's always a possibility as well. Uh, Atlanta pretty early for Garrett Wilson though. Yeah. I mean, we've kind of talked about him. Would you take him at 20 if he's there? Well, I think Todd thinks he's going to go pretty early. Yeah. I mean, if we had him, we both, I think had him as our number one receiver in our triple yep. take. So yep, yep. at eight, the Falcons take Drake London wide receiver out of USC. Ooh. I don't know about London. Maybe he's a couple of these guys like Corral and London. Well, now they know what's happening with Calvin Ridley. <laughs> well, right, 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 right. You can't even turn him into a draft pick or, you know, swap him now. Yeah. But a couple, so you, got, uh, you got Kyle Pitts and Mike Davis and not much else on offense. They need everything on that team, though. Uh, what I was going to say about London, though, and I, I love Corral in here, too, is haven't seen much from them in the last month, so – I try not. I try not to be a human being and let that affect me. And you know, he did nothing wrong. Corral did nothing wrong, but I keep wanting to drop them. Yeah, no, I hear you. That leaves at nine. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Seahawks. Interesting that they don't take a quarterback. And this is obviously post Russell Wilson trade. Boy, you keep him in Oregon, and they'd like they do invest in pass rushers. Yes, they they like to do that. Yeah. Uh, at 10, the Jets then take Sauce Gardner, the top cornerback off the board. Oh, this makes me so happy. This is going to be my new Taylor Swift thing, by the way. They Sauce is greatly linked to the Giants. Supposedly, they're like trading, interested in trading Bradbury and drafting Sauce. The big apple, applesauce. And he still ends up in New York. Yeah. That makes me smile. There's so yeah. many landing spots yeah. for the applesauce thing to make, for me to work. At 11. But I'll try not to say it every podcast. Okay. But <laughs> At 11, the commanders have, are taking Kenny Pickett here, but with the, now the trade uh, for Carson Wentz, that won't happen. They got to take then the, the, the top-rated wide receiver, I think, off the board. Yeah. I mean, two are gone, which shocks me. I mean, I'd be really shocked if there's two receivers gone when Washington picks for the first time. So maybe they end up with Wilson or London if they were there. Cause but they don't need, like they don't need edge guys. No. Which is where the depth in this draft is. They just took a, a, an inside linebacker last year. Right. So they're not going to do that. So, I mean, unless they go cornerback, I'd say maybe Stingley, uh, a little early for Green or Zion, so I think they'll lose Shreff. But they're in a nice spot to just kind of take the best player available. Right, right. At like 12, Washington takes Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end, uh, edge rusher out of uh, Florida State. Yeah. Take your pick on the edge rushers. Maybe. Yeah. At 13, he has Cleveland taking Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Wow. I mean, that's pretty early for Wyatt. I mean – 
that's sort of an underrated need for the Browns is their defensive line, both end and tackle with Clowney up as well. We always pencil in a receiver, but maybe Todd thinks the top two receivers are noticeably better than whoever number three is. At 14, the Ravens take Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. I almost think now that that's about as far as Penning can fall. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. People love him. He's. I don't think he's gonna be there twenty. He had a great workout too at the Senior Bowl or at the yeah. uh, Combine. Four eight nine in the forty for him. Yeah. At fifteen, the Eagles take Devin Lloyd. They haven't drafted a linebacker in the first round basically in our lifetime, but it's a need. Yeah. They then take at sixteen, Derek Stingley. He's another one that's suffering from out of sight, out of mind. You know, what if yeah. he lights up his calm day? You know, his pro which, day, which he will, which he will. Yeah. You know. But, but I understand why Sauce is ahead of him. At 17, the Chargers take Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. I know Steeler fans are going to be in love with him, and I get that, and I'm in love with him. I think the Chargers are the team you most worry about sniping him. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially now after they filled their wide receiver, they kept their wide receiver group together. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Penning, Penning's off the board here. All this, So all the offensive mm-hmm. tackles are gone. Yeah. They could use a corner, but Stingley just went. Yeah. You know, yeah. At 18, the Saints take Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Really good fit. I mean, much different than Michael Thomas. I think playing in a dome and not have to deal with sloppy conditions would be good for him. Um, I think that's possible. And again, what if they land Jimmy and Olave, and that's their quarterback-receiver combination with Thomas? That's not so bad, you know. At 19, the Eagles then take David Ajabo, the edge rusher out of Michigan. I think that's just great value because there's so many of these great edge guys. Yeah. At 20, he then has the Steelers taking Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Uh, we've talked about this a million times. I mean, and I do think with the yeah, – I think you said this last segment, with the, the last couple days of quarterback news – I think there's a better chance. It's starting than, to look more and more likely. Yes, that, that that there's one at least there at 20. Well, in this situation as well, remember, Pickett would have still been on He'd the board. He'd still be yet. on the board too, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe, you know, one of those two guys might instead go to the Saints. Possibly, unless Jimmy if, ends unless, up there. Unless Jimmy ends up there. But if Jimmy ends up there, who the hell's taking a quarterback right. in the first round? 100%. I mean, maybe teams start trading up, but – Seems like the Colts, I mean, like the, the Bucs would have a long way to go. The Colts can't get there, you know. I mean, so um, I think it's pretty possible that there'll be all or all but one quarterbacks available to the Steelers at 20. No, I agree. Uh, and he even mentions here is that the Steelers might want to sign a Mitchell Trubisky or Teddy Bridgewater to avoid the necessity of throwing Willis out there in week one. Maybe, but Rudolph's, I don't think Rudolph and Bridgewater are that much different. No, I, I agree. You know, I at think tw- Trubisky is, but, you know. At 21, the Patriots take N'Kobe Dean. My only problem with that is – He's a little guy. The, their <laughs> linebackers are giant. They're all 260 types, and the Dean is little. Well, they might want to change that. They might want to, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they realize – for years, they, you know, for years they played Patrick Chung essentially as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're getting a guy who's actually a linebacker and you, that you can put in that spot. I mean, you watch him against the Bills unless it's, you know, a, a game where no one can throw the ball and weather's unbelievably bad. They just look like a slow defense trying to catch up to the Bills. Right. At 22, the Raiders take Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Combine didn't do him any favors, but it doesn't change my opinion of him at all. Yeah, they're not a quarterback 
team. They, oh, they, could, they, could, they could be. Carr's only got one year left on his deal. If Josh McDaniels has a guy he loves, you know he has job security. They could take one there and maybe deal Carr. Yeah. I think Carr's a quarterback this year, but yeah. he's the one that if I were the Steelers and was available, I would give you a good pick for him. Like he's much better than Wentz and Jimmy to me. And it's, yeah, it's a one year deal. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at 23, the Cardinals take Trent McDuffie. Yeah, I think he's guaranteed to be a first rounder. At 24, the Cowboys take George Karloftis. Okay. He didn't make my top five edge guys. I can't remember if he did yours or not. He didn't make mine either, but he made Pursuitas. So, and yeah, he might have been six for me, though. I mean, yeah. he's really good. Yeah. At 25, the Bills take Jamison Williams. Man, <laughs> I, I just fear he's going to end up in Buffalo or Kansas City. Teams that can wait. At 20, 26, the Titans take Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa. Okay. That's going to drive Steeler fans nuts if they pass on him. But I, know, he, but I don't know that he fits their system. I like him less now than whenever I heard about him the first time around. His short little arms, and they're really short, are a problem. I just don't like this fit And in, in that Tennessee wants mashers. I mean, all their offensive linemen are huge, you know, beat-your-face type right. guys. But Ben Jones is a free agent, and I'm sure Todd's looking at this like, I can't have Linderbaum not fall out of the first round well could they take the next guy because he he has tampa bay taking Kenyon green Mm, could absolutely he would fit Uh, in that masher role for sure yeah he absolutely would um quick note i heard daniel jeremiah say this today and i like the way he phrased it is are, are you familiar with the center from nebraska that was given out beef jerky he ran really well he was at the combine his last name it's something like jerky Jurgens is his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And he has a, his own brand of beef jerky and all his interviews would come in with a bag of beef jerky and give them the teams, whatever. But Daniel DJ said, I don't know that Lindenbaum or Jurgens are really that much different. I mean, they tested the Jurgens tested off the chart. He's a similar type guy, but with longer arms. And that sounds like a negative thing to say about Linderbaum. And it kind of is, you know, like, yeah, he's great, but boy, he's not for everyone, and he's not the only one of his type in this draft. No, I agree. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know that he's the slam dunk prospect that that we thought he was going into the into this whole process. No, hundred percent. And it's it's tough to find here. fits for him. It is. It's tough to find landing spots. Like I thought, boy, there's no way he can get past the Ravens. I think they want a 320 pound center. I mean, yeah, I don't think they want a 280 pound center. You know, which is interesting here, too, is Todd has Kenyon Green, as you just mentioned, going to Tampa, but he has G slash C next to Kenyon Green. I've heard no one talk about him as a center. No, I haven't either, but I think he's he's got the the, the smarts, I think, to do it. Mm-hmm. I'd have but to look- I would I would take Zion Johnson over him, especially if it's a I would G too. slash C thing. Right. I would, too. Yeah. It. 28, he has uh, the Packers taking Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State. They certainly need a number two. I just think a big physical guy like Burks or London makes more sense for them. I understand that they're both not available for this, though. He then has a trade. The Falcons trading up it with the uh, Dolphins here to move up and get a quarterback, that being Matt Corral. Well, if Kenny Pickett were still on the board here, that would make a – Right, right, right. They'd have their choice of the two. Yeah. Because I don't see any of those teams 
that we just talked about. Well, maybe Tampa. Maybe Tampa. Taking a quarterback. Right. I, I bet Tampa does not want to go the draft route after drafting one last year, but maybe they, I mean, Pickett, maybe they just would jump on. Uh, I do think, I don't know if this is the spot, but I definitely believe some bad team is going to trade back into round one it, for a quarterback. If those quarterbacks are still available, like at the end of the first round, you definitely, again, you yeah, get that even fifth, if Pickett's gone, you get that fifth year option on the guy. It's huge. Right. I mean, Atlanta, that's a perfect spot for them to come back and let someone learn behind Ryan. Absolutely. At 30, he has the Chiefs taking Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan. I don't know we ever talk about him, but he had an awesome combine. He's a really good player. He can do all sorts of things. I think every team would love to have Daxton Hill. Yeah. Uh, the, he then has Zion Johnson going to the Bengals at 31. I don't know if he gets there. I mean, I know that's like a chalk pick. What's not to like about Zion Johnson? Like he was in the he was in the top oh, five good. in everything at the combine. Everything. He's yeah, really I mean, smart. <laughs> like if he went twelve, I wouldn't bat an eye now. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's just, like as safe a prospect as you can get. He's a great player. If he went with twenty, I would not be critical at all. Right, I agree. Yeah, and, and then at thirty-two, he has the Lions taking Boy Mafe or Boye Mafe, uh, mm-hmm. the outside linebacker out of Minnesota. Well, they didn't get Hutchinson, so, I mean, I guess that makes some sense. They went with the safety from Notre Dame, Hamilton. I could see them so, take it, you know, if again, if if, if Pickett and I'd take Ritter. Corral are there, right, right, Ritter, right, yeah. you know, they would have a choice of taking – I think they would go that route because then, again, you get that fifth-year option on the quarterback, yep. then you take one of the other guys and it's the top of the second round. Yep. I mean, even if another – if a team like Atlanta leapfrogs Detroit to get in and grab a quarterback at the end of the first round, I still think if I were the Lions, I'd have a really hard time passing on any of those five. Corral, Howe, Ritter, you know, whoever's left. Yeah, the interesting thing would be then if the Steelers make a move like that, getting a quarterback, uh, if they get Malik Willis at 20, mm-hmm. uh, and they've signed somebody, you know, one of these veteran quarterbacks – um, obviously you're not going to get a Jordan Davis in the first round. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, do you move up in the second round to maybe get your hands on, Oh, I don't know, Trevor Jones or something like that. See, I was looking at the opposite way of let's say the Steelers take Jordan Davis or Zion Johnson or wide receiver of choice at 20. Would you consider moving from your second round to 31 for Ritter, Hal, Corral, somebody like that. Boy, jumping that high is going to cost you. It's going to cost you at least next year's second, maybe next year's first. Right. I, that, no, That's I'm a, not, I'm not, not in that. Next year's first is off the table. I don't even know that I want to trade next year's second for a quarterback that I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not positive on. Yeah. The more I talked through that, the more I thought that's just too far to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you're talking just for the fifth year. You're, you're talking, yeah. You're talking about going 20 plus picks to get into the first round. Again, getting that fifth year option is going to be costly. Yeah. Like ridiculous. You, you might as well trade for one of these veteran quarterbacks then. Right. The, the only way that I would ever consider moving next year's first was if Wilson or Rogers or Watson were involved or maybe Carr, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, not for any of the guys in this draft. Like, I can't give you. Not to move up for Willis. I guess if Ritter or Howe or one of those guys was there at 40, I'd consider moving up 10 spots, you know, in the second round and screwing the fifth-year option, you know. So what, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. 
maybe. But then you're probably giving up if picks I didn't this sign a guy already. Yeah, you're probably giving up some picks this year or a pick next year. And again, you're going to need mm-hmm. that draft capital perhaps because uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you really you really have to 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 have a good feeling about the quarterback that you're moving up for. And maybe yeah. maybe they feel that way about a Ritter or Sam Howell. Um, as a blanket statement for the Steelers in this draft, trading down would be much better than trading up at any round. I agree. Uh, I agree they completely. Yeah. yeah. Do you see any potential possibilities there um, where that would happen with their pick at 20? Would they, could they, you know, uh, let's just take a look at who, who's, who's available after they pick there. Um, you know, I know the linebacker went right after their pick. I'm just if every quarterback's available. There could be somebody that wants to move up. Yeah. Right. Um, could, just could looking Tampa here. want to go up and get a quarterback? Maybe. Could, could somebody really, you know, want to get one of these edge rushers because they're starting to dry up at that point. Somebody would, Hey, we got to have Carl Loftus. He's the last guy that, you know, on our, on our board mm-hmm. here that we have, or, um, or if receivers go as early as Todd thinks, could somebody be in love with Burks or Alave or one of those two ever falls, you know, like these receivers are pretty attractive. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Would, would you, what if Atlanta calls you and says, we want you to trade out of the first round altogether, but in some way, shape or form, you're going to end up with our first round pick next year. I'm all ears. Oh, well for that. Yeah. Cause Atlanta may have a top five pick next year. Exactly. You know, like if the Steelers have not done that though. No, it's not their move. They've, they've, yeah. I mean, that's just not if something that they do. Thursday ends and the Steelers have not made a pick, but somehow they end up at Atlanta's first round pick. I like the sound of that, but I would be pretty shocked though. Yeah. 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 Cause there'll be somebody in the, I mean, again, if you look at that group of players that were still available, there's going to be somebody there that they like, whether, mm-hmm. whether it be as Zion Johnson, whether it be, uh, there's a million names, you know, Malik Willis, uh, it could be a corner. It could be, you know, right. That's the thing that's missing here on Todd's. There's only three corners in his draft. Yeah, really, that's, really that's think, true. We really think there are only going to be three cornerbacks taken in the first round of this year's draft. I will say I just started flirting with my corner triple take. I didn't really know who to put it five and I didn't love four, you know, the three yeah. that he has going are my top three. And I'm not sure the order yet. I said, I just started putting it on paper. Corners go though. They go. But I mean, how many edge guys went? I mean, in, in this mock, uh, Moffe goes 32. Carl uh, Loftus, Carl Loftus at, at uh, 24. That's two. Yeah, that's two. Uh, and I think five went before that. Yes, I mean, you're a Jabu at 19. That's three. Uh, four, Jermaine Johnson. Johnson at 12. That's the fourth one. And then we got Thibodeau, Thibodeau nine. as well as the Georgia dude who's coming up here. Walker at five and Hutchinson at two. So that's seven. I mean, that get the 32 pretty quick when one position takes seven guys. No, I agree. So it, it, it's get, this is still going to, we're going to see uh pro days. We're going to, there are going to be some stuff that comes out. This guy's, you know, you're going to have some character issues with some people. You, you may have some guys bumping up Well, he, you know, his pro day was awesome. They, the thing is the guys who didn't work out at the combine. Doesn't are, mean they lost stock. 
yeah, they're, they're probably going to help themselves. Yeah, yeah right. at their pro day. Mm-hmm. So and even Thibodeau only did a little bit, but I mean, he's not going to be there on Pittsburgh picks. I don't think Stingley will be there on Pittsburgh picks. And I think four tackles will be gone on the Steelers pick. Yeah. So it's a, it's all interesting right now. It's all yeah. talk again. There'll be there could be more trades. And and Bo, by the way, yeah. uh, we do this next week. Uh, you know, it, it by Friday, teams are going to have positions filled or spots oh. filled on their roster that are going to change what we're looking at here. I think more will happen. Let alone a month from now or six weeks from now. I think two days from now, whenever we talk on Thursday, another quarterback will fall or something will happen in the league. There's just been so much news. I don't think it's done. No, I don't think it's done either, but I know what is done. Yeah. How about that? That would be this show. Uh, So for my partner, Matt Williamson, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.